This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 133, Kablamo Custom Builds. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2017. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. Uh, with your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch. This is episode 133 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is March 13th, 2017, and I am your host, Wes Bertilio. As you all have heard by now, Jen and Brazier are no longer with us on the show, and unfortunately, Lantonio is still recovering from the fire at his apartment. Uh, but even so, I am not here alone tonight. Uh, joining me is the wonderfully creative Travelonius. Uh, how are you doing tonight, buddy? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Uh, so I've mentioned my friend Travis here on the show several times in the past, uh, mainly for his very, very creative in-game builds. Uh, he's got some really, really awesome stuff that I'm going to bring up later, and uh, he's going to kind of explain some of his unique builds. Uh, obviously, you guys don't have to try them out, but they're there. It's really cool, and uh, him and I have, are both really excited about them. So, once again, I'll bring that up later. Uh, for now, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Travis? Oh, goodness. Uh, my life's not very exciting, but, uh, you know, I go to work, usually during the work week. I just uh, go to work, come home, take care of my dog. Her name is Lena. She's awesome. Rottweiler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah, oh, a lot of people say, oh, Rottweiler, and then they get all kind of freaked out, but uh, she's an angel. She is definitely uh, uh, full of energy. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and she, loves to, she, she loves to crawl onto my lap and, and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, even though she's huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of big. Yes. All right, so I'd like to know, um, well, I already know, but the audience would like to know, uh, how often do you play? Like, how often do you play games, just in general? Well, yeah, games in general, mm, it, it just kind of varies, really. I play maybe... Uh, I play quite a few hours. When I do play, I play quite a few hours at a time. But I, it's just in spurts. You know, sometimes I'll I'll do some gaming, you know, three days, three days in a row, and then take a couple of days off and just watch some shows. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of in spurts, really. Okay. Could you tell us a little bit about your history with Diablo? 
Like, uh, have you played all the games? Is there a story behind how you got started with the Diablo franchise? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you, well, you know the story, but uh, well, I do. But yeah. <laughs> so, I, I was never very big into uh, PC gaming. Like, actually, the very first one was uh, was this uh, uh, Diablo three, and uh, Dylan got me into it. He let me. Uh, play around with one of his characters one time on, on uh, his computer and I was just hooked ever since with it. <laughs> I'm still stoked that I got you into this game, man. It's <laughs> It's been a blast playing with you and uh, it's really nice to know somebody else in person that actually plays this game and enjoys it as much as I do. Yeah, I, 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 I really love it. I mean, you got a decent variety of uh, characters, and then on top of that, an even wider range of uh, things that they can do. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Skills and armor sets and everything. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, the amount of customization in a game like this is incredible, because there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of different uh, armor pieces, weapons, stuff like that, and then you've got a crazy amount of skills, and each skill has its own rune, so technically there are so many different combinations of things you can do, even though, you know, there's a lot of them aren't used very much, because the... I quote, strongest builds, like the leaderboard-capable builds, you know, pushing greater ifs, 90, 100, stuff like that. It's generally, a lot of people choose those builds because, you know, they're the strongest in the season or the strongest at that point in time, which it's cool to have power, but you've also got to... You want to have fun behind it as well, and there's all this customization and... Honestly, that's a big theme of this show, actually, because you, out of all the people I know, you are the king of customization, or coming up with the custom custom builds. Yeah, and that's actually, like, uh, where I got it from, because I don't generally like to run with, uh, the, you know, the biggest group or the most popular. I, I like to try to go on my own and see if I can't find something out that works. Yeah. Yeah, see that? Sometimes... Sometimes I'll find like a piece of armor or a weapon, and I'm like, man, I wonder if I can't get a build going that revolves around this. Yeah, yep. That's that's always a good way to go, especially with that uh, that there uh, Tempest Rush uh, monk, you know, yeah. <laughs> with the balance. <laughs> we'll get into that a little later, but uh, that's a fine example. <laughs> But, um, okay, so was there anything about the game when you first started playing that really grabbed you and made you want to continue? I don't know if there's any certain one thing, but uh, I, I think it was a much more of an overall uh, sort of thing. I said the, the characters, uh, all the weapons and different abilities, I think all of that just seemed very intriguing and you know, got okay. interested in it. And... Yeah. I, well, I know you're a fan of the customization. So, and, um, uh, well, this, this question is kind of similar to the last one, but, um, what is it that makes Diablo special for you? Like, just you as a person. I know you play a lot of different games, but there are only a select few that I know you draw back to. 
Um, like Diablo, I know, is one of them, and you know you play Skyrim a lot. It always brings you back. And uh, there's a couple other games that I know that always brings you back. Well, Diablo has become one of those. What keeps bringing you back to it? I, I think it's the, um, the draw of maybe I'll find uh, a build that no one's built before and just, you know, kicks butt. Okay. You know, I think it, it, it gives me, uh, it puts a smile on my face when I'll be running around with somebody and I'll, I'll be doing something and somebody's like, wow, what that, you know, what are you using? You know, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember, um, that happening with your, uh, with your frenzy barbarian. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't somebody, like, stop you? Actually, like, try to pull you aside and stop you and ask you specifically what the heck you were doing? <laughs> yes, and, I, and I've and i only run into, because uh, it was shortly after they came out, I think, with uh, a certain type of gear, but no one was really running it, and I've only ran into one other person that was running it. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely, definitely talk more about that in a little bit. Because there is there is more to that story, and we will get to it very soon. Uh, you know, gotta keep the pressure, to, the the suspense, keep people listening. <laughs> All right. So, um, so what have you been up to in season? Uh, in season nine. Oh, in um, season well, you know, always trying to accomplish all those goals and get to the end, trying to get that extra stash page, but uh, you know, that. that is uh, pretty hard to get to, I guess, for some of us. Some yeah, of yeah, more casual players, it's really hard to get. I think I've only gotten it, what, twice? Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, actually, I think you have one more stash page than I do. I think I've only got the stash page once, which means you probably got it twice. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, we'll have to compare at some point. <laughs> yeah. But um Yeah, so is there uh what did you run this season? What did you decide to run? And uh hardcore or softcore? Oh I, I definitely run soft because uh I, I I'm the kind of guy that just likes to run in. And uh oh, okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> just attack. I I don't care about the dying really. <laughs> <laughs> just gung ho going yep. guns blazing that's right just throw me right in the middle <laughs> 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 so um, just because that's my play style I, I enjoy playing the, the software I, I don't want to have to worry about all my my, uh, my my person dying on me yeah I can understand that I did the, uh, the tempest rush build okay for the monk yeah gotcha gotcha um, so what exactly, honestly, I've never seen anybody else run a Tempest Rush build. I mean, I ran it, uh, a couple seasons ago, I believe, in Hardcore, and mm -hmm. had some fun with it. I haven't seen anybody else really run it, though I don't think it's, I don't think it's, um, like a really rare build. I think other people have run it, I just haven't seen them. Mm -hmm. So, kind of... Can you explain to us a little bit of what goes into it? What makes the Tempest Rush build uh, as strong as it is? Yeah, well, 
getting started in the season two, it was one of those things I looked at, and you know, there was a particular item, the uh, that uh, that Debo, the balance, the, yeah, the balance, and it says uh, when your Tempest Rush hits uh, three or fewer enemies, it gains a hundred percent critical hit chance. So, I mean, that really intrigued me, and that's why I was like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'd like to uh, try to run that and see how well, like, how far I can get it. Okay, uh, how far did you manage to get it? Uh, like, what difficulty were you running? Well, I'm having trouble pulling up my uh, some information on that right now, but... Uh, I remember running Duo with you on at least Torment 9... And you yeah. were running pretty oh, well, I, I run, believe. Uh, I can do all right, I think, on like 12. Oh, wow. Very I nice. Think, I, I think okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so this is a serious, seriously strong build for, uh, um, for people wanting to push over Torment 10. I know, I still know some people are having a little trouble reaching Torment 13 and getting higher than, you know, the old cap of Torment 10. So this this is definitely a viable build. So what else goes into it? Like, what other what other armor pieces do you use? And how do you kind of incorporate the critical hit chance of the balance into the build? Okay, well, mostly it's the uh, San Wuku armor sets. Just because uh, cause the uh, six set piece is uh, when uh, Lashing Tail kicks temp- Tempest Rush and uh, Wave of Light consume a stack of Sweeping Wind to deal like 3,000% increased damage. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to have the... Uh, you don't necessarily have to have all six pieces, but make sure they have it enough where you have the uh, Ring of Grandeur so that we can have that ability. Yeah. Okay. And then there's, uh, what is it, Caesar's Memento, where it says uh, enemies take 365% increased damage for your Tempest Rush uh, for 5 seconds after you hit them with a blind freezer stun. Okay, that's a must-have, then. That damage ah, increase yeah. is huge. It, 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 yeah, that is. And then it also, you have to work around uh, your skill set with that, because... I was running it one time, and I took it off to check something, and I was—I must have logged out soon because I forgot all about it, and I came back to it, and I was just getting my butt kicked, and I'm like, why am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> why can't I kill anything? And, <laughs> and, and so I'm like, I had to go back over in my head what, what I was doing, and so I had to put on a different, I had to put uh, back a skill on that uh, I took off previously. <laughs> uh, what was it I did oh I did the uh, I put it on for my Tempest Rush the electric field oh okay yeah I did that and then I had a I think I have a ring or something on that uh, increase, increase the chances of uh, oh stun chance oh uh, in your cube the wayward ring lightning damage has a 35% chance to stun for one and a half seconds yeah so I'm trying. I was trying to get that stun in there so that way, it activates that. Uh, those oh, the brace. Caesar's memento. Yeah, gotcha. so that and then another, definitely another mu- uh, must is the uh, the waste. 
or yeah, the, the belt where it says the uh, sweeping wind gains uh, two stacks every second. It does not deal any uh, damage to enemies. Okay, so you can normally you normally only have three stacks of sweeping wind, and to gain those stacks, you have to activate the ability and then hit enemies for the chance to gain another stack. With this belt. It allows you to gain the stacks passively as you're kind of walking around between fights. Yeah, and so they will keep going that's up. That's really good. Okay. Yeah, there was uh, uh, what else was there? There was something else that uh, increases the stack, the amount of stacks. Uh, the vengeful wind, um, fist, uh, fist weapon says increases oh, yeah. the maximum stack count of sweeping wind by seven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it it give you ten stacks, and obviously you'd be gaining two stacks every second from your belt, the uh, Kyoshiro's soul, and which would okay. So the six piece set of the Sun Wukos you said uh, for lashing tail kick, tempest rush, and wave of light consume a stack of sweeping wind to deal three thousand percent increased damage. So you consume stacks with tempest rush. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. But, but with the belt, but with the belt, it'll keep up your stacks. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And having ten stacks, you'll you'll be able to last much longer running with tempest rush than without. With only yeah. The three. only thing you have to work. The only thing you have to really worry about then is uh, watching your spirit. Because if your spirit generation runs out, then that's when you're liable to lose your stack. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. What do you have to keep your spirit up? Are you running a generator, or are you running some kind of combo that gives you spirit? No. Let's see how that works. Because um, I'm basically just using the uh, Tempest Rush, and then on top of that... I have a partial the uh, Ingo set. Okay. And I think that's just I think I may mainly put that on for damage. That way I can have two of the uh, fire allies out. Okay. Oh, so you're saying you have two pieces of the Ina's set, which yeah. uh, increase the passive effect of your mystic ally and the base passive effect of your mantra by 100%. You said you use fire allies. They normally increase your damage by 10%. This would make them increase your damage by 20%. And then you said you have two Mystic Allies at a time. Oh, yeah, it's from so the Crudest Boots. Yeah, in so in the, uh, <laughs> yeah, so in the cube I have the Crudest Boots on, so that way I can have two Mystic Allies out. Okay, so that would... Wow, that would increase your damage output by 40%. Well, it, no, because you would only have the one Fire Ally out, but with the, with the Crudest Boots you'd have out which would bring it up to 20%. Okay, does it not go with the uh, with the Ina's uh, two-piece set where it says increase the passive effect of your mystic ally and base, it, base passive effect of your mantra by 100%? No, it, it does, but you only have one stack with that. With only the two-piece, you only have two mystic allies. I mean, you only have one mystic ally, and that's why I needed the crudest boots. Oh, okay. To have the second Mystic Alley out. I gotcha. Okay. And so, how do you incorporate the balance into this? Because, I mean, do you not run crit chance, or do you 
How do you incorporate the um, 100% crit chance for Tempest Rush when you hit three or fewer enemies? Oh, well, with that, since you already have the uh, crit chance at 100%, uh, I try to really build it up towards uh, critical hit damage. Okay. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so, so. Uh, so when you do hit a critical hit, it hits really hard. Yeah, so it hits pretty pretty hard, which is really good. And uh, I, I was I was very surprised too because when you say you only have to having to have hit three enemies, sometimes even when you're in a crowd, you'll be all right to do that. So okay. I was a little worried about that in the beginning, but. It worked out pretty well. Okay. Um, now, which legendary gems are you using with this build? Something's up with my computer, and I can't check everything. Okay. Well, it looks to me like you're using the Gogok of Swiftness, the mm-hmm. Taiguk, okay. and now I was, the Bane now of I was the Powerful. Using, I, I was using both of those. The Taiguk. Taiguk mostly for damage. Okay. Doesn't the Taiguk now have something for armor? Yes. Uh, it says you gain a percentage uh, increased damage for one and a half seconds when you spend resource on a channeled skill. This effect stacks up to ten times, and then if you, after you get it to level 25, you gain 2% increased armor for each stack as well. Yeah, so I did that, and then I also did the Swiftness. To also help increase uh, some damage. Okay, to get your uh, attack speed. It gives you some defense too, so you've got offense and defense with both of these gems. Right. And some cooldown reduction with your Dogak of Swiftness. And that that that's also kind of what I wanted. But I think it was I I think it was mostly just because of the uh, attack speed. Okay. That that really helps out since. Uh, she hits really fast, anyways, with the with the tempest rush. Yeah, yeah. Now you're also running the bane of the powerful, which is definitely an amazing gem. I see it in a lot of a whole lot of builds. Yeah, well, it's a pain in the neck at first until you get that first uh, uh, elite kill. Uh, yeah, and then after after that, you uh, you, you notice notice a difference. Yeah, that 20% damage increase is pretty pretty noticeable. All right, so Travis, um, we you know we talked about the the Tempest Rush build now, and we've got a pretty firm grasp of what it how it works and how strong it is. What else have you been doing in season? Like uh, outside of the stash page, are there any goals or what what all have you accomplished? This season, I, I decided to play a witch doctor a little bit on the side because I, I haven't played that played him in a while. Okay, I'm trying to get that uh, that one built going. Um, Sunni Masses. Okay, that's a fun set. That's a really yeah, fun it's, set. It's a Finnish army. Now I haven't got it all all the way complete, so yeah, I'm still looking forward to that. Okay. Very cool. Got, very cool. I got some gear for him now, but. Like I said, not finished, so can't wait to get that uh, a little bit closer. Alright. What Paragon did you get this season? If I can't pull that up. 
I'm sorry, uh, I'm asking you all these these questions. <laughs> uh, it looks like a 524. Okay. Oh, very nice, very nice. Pretty high up there. Yeah. Did you get anything new this season that you haven't gotten before? Any new pets, any new gear, transmogs, anything like that that you got excited about? Yeah, I can't, unfortunately, I can't pull it up, but yeah, I got, actually, I got quite a few pets this year. I was, during this, uh, this season, I was very, very surprised. There was this, uh, one night I was playing, and oh my gosh, I got like, uh, four or five of them in one night. I was, I was tempted to just kind of keep going, but it was so late by the time I got that last one. <laughs> Wait, four or five pets? Yeah, I had like four, four or five in one night. That's nuts. How? What were you doing? I was doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, I, it was all. I didn't go out looking for it. Let's see. I ran some bounties. I think I ran into a couple there, and I think one other time I was. Uh, I think the other two times uh, were in. Um, what was it? Uh, just a rift. Just a normal rift. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I wasn't trying to do anything specific or or anything. I just happened to be running into them. Oh wow. Yeah, it, it, it was so crazy. So you're telling me we've just got another lucky guy here with a golden horseshoe in you know where. Yeah. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is. Not always. That was the, that was the first time uh, that, that, that something like that ever happened to me like it in here. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, that thanks. is so cool. Yeah, so I'm very happy. Got quite a few pets now. Uh, any special ones that you want to mention? Oh, now I have uh, both of the skulls, the flaming skulls, which is cool because that goes along with some of my characters. Oh, cool! Very cool. Uh, usually my uh, my wizards. All right. I'm actually really excited. This season, I got the one pet I was looking for, and I finally got it. So excited about it. So the pet I was looking for is the uh, the Mimic. Oh, yeah, that's the one I was jealous about. Yes, it is so cool. It is by far my favorite. And I'm so happy I finally got it. It's, uh, it's called the Mimic. It's the little treasure chest that comes to life and runs around. It's, its description is awesome, too. It says, Just a harmless chest. Nothing bad could happen if you approach. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, uh, do you happen to know what the mimic is, is from? Like, what it's actually... What it's referencing? Oh, uh, no, I don't, actually. Okay, so the mimic is... I don't know if this is where it originated. I don't know. This is just where I know it from is, uh, you know, the the Dark Souls series. Um, oh, that's, that's right. I remember you told me now. Yeah, throughout the throughout the games, there are these chests. They, they're just normal chests throughout the game. You open them, you get an item out of them, whatever. Well, some of them aren't actually chests. They're a creature called a mimic. And when you walk up to the chest and try to open it, instead of an item popping out or an item there for you to pick up, the chest literally bites onto you and starts eating you, essentially. Like, it just starts gnawing on you. 
and it doesn't always kill you. You can get out of it, but if you attack it, it actually stands up. It has really long arms and legs, and it actually starts attacking you. It is so cool. They're awesome. They're very scary in the Dark Souls series. It's it's just especially when one gets you, like because you just open it, and then the chest opens. It just has rows of teeth and a long tongue and everything, and you're like, oh god, oh god, oh god, and then it just bites onto you, and uh, it's, it's, it's very creepy. But uh, in Diablo, the mimic, they brought it back, and it's so cool, this little chest, and what I didn't know about it was when it's running around, uh, its mouth, or the top of the chest, uh, like flaps around, and gold comes out of it while it's running around. It is so cool. It's so goofy looking. Its run animation is just amazing. I love every bit of it. It is so cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm so no, happy gold, I got it. Now the gold that falls out of there, it's not real gold that you can pick up. No, no, but, uh, it's just an animation. It's just, a, it's just an animation. But still, I've seen it, and it, it is. I would love to have that one. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. I hope you get it. Uh, it's just so goofy. I don't think I'll ever run another pet again. I just I love it too much. It's just perfect. Especially I'm I'm a big fan of uh, I got into Dark Souls three very heavily, and I've been playing a lot of that. And so this just brings it home for me. I just love it. But uh, I will, to be perfectly honest, I haven't played much at all since um, since last episode so I honestly don't have much to say uh, for how my season's been going since last episode outside of you know finding the mimic pet and uh, I discussed last episode about um, having my wizards and uh, how I never run wizards that's actually one of one of your kind of main characters correct Oh yeah, I, I, I love playing the wizard. Yes, I am just horrible at playing the wizard. I am god-awful. Uh, you are so oh. much better at the wizard than I am, honestly. <laughs> I'm at with your one. Your one thing is so fast. Oh, my, uh... Oh, what is this wizard called again? Oh, man. The yeah. <laughs> Flash Fire. Flash Fire Wizard. It is really cool. Uh, I explained it last episode about it's the one that pretty much maximizes your movement speed and you're like self-destructing as you're running around destroying everything. It is so much fun. Uh, that is a very fun build. Honestly, even though it's not super strong, it's probably my favorite wizard build because it's just so much fun to run around with. Even though I think the highest I got was maybe Torment 10 with it. I, I didn't push much higher than that. But I mentioned last time that I, the Firebird Wizard is really, really strong. There is no denying that. Hands down, insanely strong. But I just, I couldn't really come to terms with the, the style of gameplay while running that build. It's just, it's not for me. But I don't have anything bad to say about it, though. It's just outside of it's just not for me. Um, have you personally run the uh, the Firebird build? Yeah, 
Now, I, I think I might have him set up a little bit different than other people trying to find them here. Okay. Is this one, uh, the one that I kind of copied, because I didn't, uh, since I don't really play Wizard that much, um, I went to the leaderboards and found a build and just made that. I want the, you know, generic leaderboard build, I know. And, um, it runs on fire and Archon mode, and just when you're out of Archon mode, you really can't do much of anything. When you're in Archon mode, you're a god, but you're not in it very much. It's no, just, that's not it's, the, uh... It's a pain. That's not the Firebird set, though, is it? That's the other one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the Firebird set. It's, uh, you run the Firebird's finery, all six pieces, with uh, Shando's will and Shando's force, and a few other items. You're probably talking about the Veer set. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Honestly, I think I would have had more fun with a Veer set Archon mode. I don't know. I really don't know. I'd have to try it out, but this particular one just wasn't for me. Yeah, because I went a little bit different route with my Firebird. I, I definitely didn't have Shanto's uh, will or force. Okay. And right now, I don't think I have the right uh, right weapon on him right now. Okay. And I have a black hand key. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not a bad weapon. I, I find it pretty uh, pretty strong for one. Yeah, I think it's just strong, really. But then I have the Firebird's eye on the offhand. It's like the equivalent of the Black Guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. melee class. Yeah. And I mentioned last episode that I ran the uh, a Crusader with a really, really cool build. The uh, Steed Charge build for um, Death's Breath farming. It's just, it blew me away with how good it is. And uh, I also tried to run a Zunimasa set, which or with a Witch Doctor, which also I did not finish. I think you and I were working on that together, and we just... Yeah. Yeah. We just, uh... I think both of us kind of fell out of the game a little bit. Uh, took, a, took a little break. And just didn't yeah. get back to the, uh... To the Witch Doctors. At least not yet. We will, I'm sure. Well, sometimes when we get back into it, we get into it for quite a while, and then... We're like, okay, some other game comes out, or we gotta go mess around with that, or just like to switch it up. Yep, yep, I agree with you. So, unfortunately, that was about it for, for my season. Uh, the season is going to end very soon. I will bring that up a little later. But, yeah, this is the last week, so I'm probably not gonna... Uh, not gonna play too much more, if at all. Probably start back up in Season 10, and... I'll probably get back into it and hit it pretty hard in Season 10. Didn't you say there's something at the end of this month? Yes, and I'm going to bring that up later. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Alright, for now, our host, Lantonio, several months ago, as we all know now, his apartment caught fire. We don't really know why. I think it was maybe a neighbor, maybe an accident. I don't remember. 
but we do still have a link to his GoFundMe account in case anybody would like to um, to help him kind of get back on his feet. As he is still part of the show, he hasn't left us. He's just um, in hiatus until he can, you know, afford to get a computer again, get back on the show with us. So uh, just kind of show your love if you can. No pressure if you can't. But uh, any little bit helps, even a dollar. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the link to his uh, Lantonio's GoFundMe account will be posted on the website, uh, the Shattered Soulstone website, for any who want to help out. Alright, now, how about we get to a couple more of your very unique builds? Uh, we're not going to go through all of them today, because, well, there's there's several of them. So we're going to hit hit two of them, other than, obviously, we already talked about the, uh, the Tempest Rush. Why don't you start off with telling us the story about the barbarian that we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, that you had a random person actually pull you aside just to ask what the heck you were doing, because it was so <laughs> cool. Okay, so this, I, I think it was an, uh, I think he just came out with this uh, at the time. It was a new weapon for him. The uh, Oath Keeper. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, and it says that uh, your primary skill attacks uh, 50% faster and deal like uh, 153% damage. Okay, yeah, it's 150 to 200% increased damage. Yeah. I have that, and then you also have a couple other items. This, this is one of those builds that you have to have kind of specific items to... Uh, uh, to do well with. Uh, so since you're going to be running mostly a primary attack, uh, I went with the uh, also with the depth diggers, which uh, primary skills generate uh, resource that deal uh, I think like a hundred percent extra damage. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, then there's uh, bracers, uh, vamp bracers, where you're. Okay. Uh, where your primary skills uh, heal you. I think it's up to uh, 6% of your missing health. Yeah, okay. That, and then I went with Death Watch Mantle, which is the shoulders, for a chance to explode with a fan of knives. Those are always fun. I yeah, like the shoulders a lot. Yeah, and it's great for when you have like a melee character. That way you're going to be... Uh, you, you know, uh, surrounded by enemies anyways. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, went with a, uh, more or less like a fire barbarian. Okay. Yeah, so I had the cinder coat and the mage fist. Oh, wow. That way, it cost me less to use resource. So even though he's mostly a primary, uh, uses mostly primary. He does use uh, Bash. That okay. Used, that, yeah, that does use Fury. And there was a weapon to go along with that. The Blade of the Warlord. And that did right. uh, uh, a Bash consumes up to 40 Fury to deal I got on mine like up to 401% increased damage. Oh wow. Yeah, so you're, you're constantly going to go up and down with uh, Fury. 
but okay. you can get your food back up really quick because how fast you're attacking. <laughs> yeah. And it says 50% faster with the Oath Keeper, and believe me, when you're using, uh, you can use Frenzy, that's what I use. I think that's what you want to use for that, so you're already attacking much faster <laughs> with, with this. Yeah, you get those five stacks up for that attack speed. Uh, yeah, pick that up like really quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, on the Kanai's cube, I had that uh, Bastion's uh, uh, revered, I think it's called the two-handed uh, uh, weapon, mighty weapon. Oh yeah, yeah. Friends are now weird. stacked up to ten times, and you want that. Okay, so it pretty much doubles the passive effect of Frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Get that attack speed way up. So, yeah. So, how do you combo this? Well, first off, this is an LON build, right? A Legacy of Nightmares build? Uh, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. So, you don't use any armor set. Just mainly focus on fire and attack speed, essentially. And obviously yeah. the normal crit chance, crit damage, all that. Mm -hmm. So how do you how would you play this this build? Like what what makes it so strong when you're actually in say you're fighting the Ubers, what how are you gonna play against it? Like a attack and dash, basically with that one, I would think, for facing the some Ubers. Or no, uh, actually now that I remember, because it's been it's been actually quite a while I, I have actually run right up to the Ubers and just use my primary and just attack them because the other thing I have on is uh, in my Kanai Cube is uh, that chess piece. The uh, I'm gonna mess this all up, but the uh, Aquilia uh, Curus. Very close, uh, Aquilia Curus. Yeah, yeah. The uh, where it's uh, while above ninety to ninety-five. Uh, percent primary resource all damage uh, taken is reduced by 50 percent it's very very good for defense so, yeah so with that 50 you know as long as i'm up by 90 percent resource i get a 50 percent uh, reduction in damage and so you want that especially fighting somebody some guys like the uh uh the ubers so you don't want to lose that because without that, you're actually a little bit weak, especially when fighting uh, stronger enemies. So I just keep that up. I just keep right on attacking. Okay. So, okay, without, so without, how without this... Using, without using the bash, because actually using the bash consumes resource, and then that's where you get into trouble. Okay. With, with fighting uh, somebody like that. Now, if you're fighting a crowd, then yeah, you can use bash Okay, so is so the way I the way I understand this build just by looking at it and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, since I I've personally never built this, I don't I've never played with it. But from what it looks like is you're you're regaining your fury very very quickly by having uh, by running frenzy, getting your attack speed up, comboed with the oath keeper. With, it gives you 50% faster with your primary uh, primary skills, your generators, and increases your damage output with your generators. And then, on top of you know the attack speed from Frenzy, and since Bastion's revered in your cube, uh, stacks Frenzy up to 10 times, you get all kinds of attack speed. 
on top of you dual wielding, you know, one-handed swords. Well, well, now the uh, that the uh, expert in that the bastion's revered that that only increases the stack, not your attack speed. Okay. That's just fr- that's just increases your frenzy stack. Okay. And then once you get your frenzy stacks up to ten, is that when you would uh, say when you're not in a boss fight and when you're fighting normal crowds? It seems like your main source of damage output would then fall to your uh, Blade of the Warlord, uh, or uh, your Bash, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, your Bash, because it gets that massive increase in damage, since it's also a generator, it's still, uh, or a primary skill, it still gets the faster attack rate and the damage boost from the Oathkeeper, on top of still giving you health from your uh, Van Braces of Sesheron. Racers. Well, actually, the uh, the bash is actually it ge- okay. Bash normally generates, yes, but when you use the uh, blade of the warlord, uh, warlord, it actually consumes fury. Yeah. So when you use when you use that bash, it actually uses up some fury rather than generate it when you have that on. Okay. But yeah, you you can still attack pretty fast when you have that on. Okay. But yeah, you get those stacks up, and then you hit your bash, and then you can just pulverize and get them out in front of you. That's awesome. Yeah, That's very awesome. And then you, uh, then you go right back to your, uh, 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 your fury, and get that back up. Okay. Or very you cool. use your, your use your frenzy to get your fury back up. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Well, so that seems like that's the. What would you call this? What would you call this build? Oh goodness, I, I guess I haven't really got gave it any thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's call it the shredder. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So you have now experienced the shredder. If anyone would like to, <laughs> to try it out, feel free. Also, keep in mind any of the builds we mention on this episode everybody has access to seeing uh travis's profile here uh he is a member of the soulstone community as well as a member of the uh shattered soulstone clan so if anybody wants to look him up uh he's travelonius and you can just kind of scroll through his hero list that's my roman name (laughs) <laughs> your Roman name I, I gave that to myself so oh okay I gotcha <laughs> oh another, uh, another very important part about that build is the uh, the way or the belt it's the uh, undisputed champion where the oh, really? uh, frenzy, yeah where uh, uh, frenzy you know your main attack gains the effect of every room so, oh wow yeah so okay. you're gonna win that. yeah definitely that's incredible. Gains the effect of every rune. Yes, yeah. that would that would synchronize this build very, very well. Oh, and one other thing. Do you I know it's been a long time since you've played it. Do you remember how strong or how far you were able to progress with this build? Like how, how strong is it? Uh what torment would it play on? Oh goodness. Uh it has been so long since I've actually played that one. Um right around probably do nine. I think. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's pretty strong. I don't have everything ancient, which is which counts, uh, which definitely counts. 
towards the LOM. Yeah, towards the LOM. I gotcha. Definitely, so... I don't, I don't think I have everything. Okay. Legendary just yet. Okay. Or ancient, sorry. Okay, yeah, well, uh... Once you get that, or if you still plan on working on it, I'd definitely like to see how strong... How strong it is and how far it can actually go. Because it is a very, very cool build, and uh, I've personally seen it in action several times, and I remember it just... It, it doesn't sound super flashy, but when you see it in action, first off, the Barbarian himself, his attack animation is so <laughs> quick. That <laughs> itself draws attention to him, because it's it, he looks kind of goofy attacking <laughs> so quick. But it's just incredible the damage output he can do to uh, say one um, say like a boss so you run into a boss fight with uh, I remember you and I ran into a boss fighter no you and I were fighting greed in the vault <laughs> yeah and you just obliterated him <laughs> or her yeah. greed is a her oh you know what I I have I don't think I have uh, played since they updated one of these uh, gems to tell you the truth oh really the Bane of the Stricken. Oh, so it might be even stronger now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll have to test that out. Yeah. All right. There's definitely some gems you want on there, like the uh, Simplicity. Oh, it yeah. increases the damage of your primary skills. That's, you know, definitely a must. Yeah, Simplicity Strength. Yeah. yeah, it also increases your primary skills, which you use most of the time. And then it also... Uh, primary uh, abilities heal you, so got that. definitely okay. got that. I notice you have the Gogok of Swiftness as well, getting even more attack speed. <laughs> That's right, the faster the better. <laughs> <laughs> That's just perfect. That's awesome. I think I also have to do something with the cooldown too, is what I like on it as well. Yeah, cooldown oh. is always nice. Now, I found this out. I don't know how other people really run it, but uh, I I also have the uh, Battle Rage and War Cry on which really help out. Let's see, I use the uh, Battle Rage, which uh, does uh, unleash uh, Inner Rage, increasing your damage and critical hit chance, and it lasts for a while. And then I have the uh, Bloodshed, which uh, critical hits cause an explosion of, of blood dealing 20% of the damage done to all other nearby enemies. Oh, so that gives you some AoE. Yeah, which is awesome. Remember when I first put that on and then uh, we started seeing that, that those explosions and it was just constant? Oh, yeah, because your attack speed procs it so much. That's how fast he was hitting. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. It is ridiculous how much the uh, bloodshed from Battle Rage procs. It is insane. It's like a constant fissure of blood. It's yeah. just great. Oh, that's hear, awesome. You just hear explosions just constantly. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh man, we definitely need to play with that again. Yeah, and then I have a call of... Uh... 
the Ancients and Wrath of the Berserker on also. You've got to have Wrath of the Berserker. Yeah, it's definitely. Because that is just... <laughs> oh, you, you get to a hard person, and then you just hit that, and then you just fall through them. Uh, it's just awesome. Because it, it, it's even funnier, because that now that one, the Wrath of the Berserker, now yeah, he does like it a little faster. <laughs> like, what he's attacking. Yeah. Wow. And then, have, and then I have Call of the Ancients. That's kind of my backup. I gotcha. Oh, uh, with that, he, he definitely doesn't attack very many people at a time, but he goes through enemies pretty quickly. He goes through enemies quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so he can... He might not explode a huge crowd, but he doesn't really have to stop. Just... It's like a line of destruction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely if you're if you're running with somebody, uh, that is probably one of your best best bets with him. Which is... I mean, you can run him alone, but it's, it's, a, it's a much better running with uh, at least one person, because then they can help out get getting the uh, crowd control on there and then uh, usually you come up to a boss and you're, you're the one jumping in there and you know, beating the crap out of them <laughs> yeah it sounds like an awesome combo yeah so really really oh and uh, so when that uh, sword first came out and things people really weren't making it the oath keeper Oh yeah, really making a build, but I happened to run into someone shortly after, uh, maybe about a uh, three weeks in. Uh, I joined a party, and there happened to be another barbarian there running the same thing. <laughs> really, <laughs> it was so funny because the other people were like, "What are you guys doing?" And we were just running together, and we just we'd take out <laughs> everything in our way. That's so crazy. <laughs> That's awesome, and and, and 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 he was stronger than me at the time, so I was trying to keep up with him. <laughs> okay, so That's it, really it was cool. really funny. Yeah, and it'd be really funny when we came up to him, like a uh, one of the major bosses and stuff. Everybody's all trying to, uh, you know, stay out of the fire and you know, get out get out of the way of the what he's doing, and just me and him are running up towards the guy, just like right in his face and attacking. <laughs> 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 with your insane arm flailing, with your yeah. very quick attack speed. Yeah, just it's so ridiculous. It, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, just be fast. Gotta be quick too. Yeah, I mean it, it's just fun. <laughs> it was definitely a fun build. I, I I do like it. That's awesome. Perhaps I will have to make it one day and try it out for myself. Oh yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> now, you did mention. That there is one other build uh, that you would like to share with us. Ah, yeah. This one is very special. It's... Yeah, now, 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 Frost. I, I, I named her like a Frost on it because it deals around uh, cold. But um, there I was. I was trying to figure out. Uh, I wanted to make maybe another wizard, and I wasn't sure, like, what I wanted. And then I saw uh, the the fragment of destiny, which uh, does a, where it deals with a spectral blade, like attacks fifty percent faster and deals like a hundred fifty to two hundred percent increased damage. So I saw that and I'm like, man, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen anybody run 
where someone is just really giving it all they got with a spectral blade. Yeah. So okay. that was one I came up with, kind of all, all by myself, trying to trying to make something of this. Yeah, I think I came together pretty well, actually. She's doing quite well. I'm actually having her hold on to uh, the shard of hate because uh, so the uh, elemental skills have a chance to trigger a powerful attack that deals 249%. I'm sure it's up to 250% weapon damage. Okay. And it and it has a cold skills trigger freezing skulls, poison skills trigger like poison nova, and then lightning skills trigger uh, charge bolt. But I, I don't really have any any of those other ones. Just the uh, cold skill. Okay. So she, she so when I attack, she's just throwing out a bunch of freezing skulls. Okay. Now she's she's uh, she's kind of like the frenzy build. I guess, in a way, where she's up close and personal. But with the Shard of Hate, she can at least get uh, people at long range, too. Okay, because the, the Frozen Skull pierces, correct? Yeah, yeah, it, it pierces. So I can be attacking someone in front of me, and it can hit a few people behind me. That's cool. Uh, behind, that, behind that enemy. That's very cool. So you yeah. said you were using... The Fragment of Destiny, as the Spectral Blades attacks 50% faster, how are you using that when you when you said you're using the Shard of Hate? Is it in your cube? Yes. The the Fragment of Destiny is actually in, in uh, my cube. Okay. I'm trying to remember why I have it that way. Oh, uh, because I wanted the most out of the Fragment of Destiny. That way I got the top speed and the, the most damage out of it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because anything you put in the cube, you basically get the max out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then I also gave her... Oh gosh, I'd... help me out with my bracers here. I don't know if you could look that up. <laughs> the um, Which ones? The ones you have equipped or the ones in your cube? In yeah, the cube. In the cube are the Ashnagar's Blood Bracer. Yeah, which... Uh, Increases the potency of uh, my shield by seventy-five oh. to one hundred percent. Oh wow, a hundred percent. Yeah, so Very I have a hundred percent on my shield, and uh, so I have that in my skills here. Uh, the galvanizing ward, uh, which is uh, as long as I, I haven't taken damage in the last five seconds, you gain a protective shield that absorbs the next sixty percent of of life and damage. So you get a hundred percent more of that, and the shield actually stays up quite a bit, and does a really good job of staying up. Okay, so it gives you your defense. That's pretty much your defense for having a close-range wizard. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. That that, that really helps out having a yeah that the close range, and then I also have I also have those shoulders again. The uh, the death watch uh, mantle. Okay. Right. That keeps in for uh, helping me out for getting those people that are close by. Yeah. So I've noticed you have an interesting belt. What is it? That the shame of uh, the beard here? Belsir. Yeah. That's the uh, signature spells attack 50% faster and restore nine 
Arcana Power. Yeah, that uh, the Spectral Blades actually falls under the uh, Signature Spells category. And that's what gives her her speed with that. Okay, so you not only have 50% from the Fragment of Destiny, or 50% increased attack speed for Spectral Blades, but you also have an additional 50% from your belt. So your exactly. Spectral Blades are 100% faster. That must be ridiculous attack speed. Oh, it is so... Cr- it, it's just ridiculous to see. I, I love it. That is awesome. And because it's also, along with the Shard of Hate that she's got on, that she's actually wielding, so when she's doing this, like, all those freezing skulls are just shooting out, like, almost like a constant stream of these uh, freezing skulls. Oh, wow. They do quite a bit of damage, too, with the 300 and... Up to three, or up to 250%, sorry. Yeah. Uh, weapon damage, that's... That's a pretty... That's a decent... That's a decent hit. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a decent hit. So, is this another LON build? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because... Uh, and I made it that way, too, because nothing ever... I don't think there's any other builds that go along with it that complement the Spectral Blade. Okay, I gotcha. So, so I kind of made it up kind of by myself. Yeah. Uh, I threw on a helmet that does those, uh, uh, the poison novas. Uh, it does, uh, attack, attacks release a poison nova that deals, uh, I have on mine, 435% weapon damage as poison to enemies within 10 yards. Okay. So, I, again, that's helping out with things that are close range. You know, and then uh, I've got the same chess piece on. This time I actually have it on her, rather than in the cube with my barbarian. Oh, the Aquilicurus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for running a generator build like this one, yeah, I definitely get that uh, extra damage reduction. Right, right. I I, I like that. Up. And then uh, I have got the. Uh, Frostburn uh, Gauntlet, uh, which is uh, cold uh, cold damage, has a forty like percent chance to uh, freeze enemies. But I think I actually have an older one on here because I think uh, I think it does extra cold damage too now. A newer one, I think. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but I mean, it does uh, on this one. I do have like a cold skills do like thirteen uh, percent more damage anyway. So yeah. So this 40% hold on okay yeah this 40% chance to freeze from your frostburn gauntlets that's per hit so having your (laughs) spectral blades attacking so quickly and each hit has a 40% chance to to proc the freeze effect you must pretty much be constantly freezing enemies like there's no there's no way that you wouldn't be attacking an enemy that wouldn't get frozen. You're right, right. But there is, uh, I think they did put in something in the game where an enemy can only be frozen for so long, and then they could be uh, frozen again. Oh yeah, like a, a cooldown timer on. Um, yeah, there's a there's, there's a certain 
type of cooldown on them where so they're not going to be just constantly frozen up in front of me, but they're frozen enough. Yeah. Where, where I do enough damage to them. Yeah. Heavy, heavy utility. <laughs> yeah. So, where's your... I mean, obviously with the attack speed, you're getting a lot of damage output, especially with the Shard of Hate and the proccing from uh, your Death Watch Mantle, your uh, Andariel's Visage with your Poison Nova... And also, you know, with however many ancients you have with the LON, or the Litany of Undaunted and the Wailing Host Rings, but is there any, is there any kind of combo that you're doing that's increasing the damage even further? Like, uh, what legendary, um, uh, legendary gems are you using? Would, like, would the Bane of the Stricken be a good one for this build? Because you're hitting so much? just to get that damage oh, yeah. up really quickly? Or... Yeah, def- yeah, definitely you want the Bane of the Stricken uh, with that. Definitely, because I mean, you're getting those uh, attacks in so fast that um, you know, each time you hit them and stuff, that you're going to just do more and more damage to that one enemy. Okay. And I noticed... Okay, so pretty much... Well, let's calculate this real quick, because I've noticed something here. So you've got your 100% attack speed with your Spectral Blades. Yeah. But that's not the only thing you're hitting with. So every time you hit with Spectral Blades, it also shoots out a Freezing Skull, which is uh-huh. a second hit towards your Bane of the Stricken. So every time, yeah, every time Spectral Blades goes off, you're getting two hits no matter what. Um, also, your Andariel's Visage says attacks release a Poison Nova. Um, so that's right, now that doesn't, three. Now that's not, yeah, but that's not constant, actually. I think that's sort of a timer-based thing, too, because I'm not just constantly exploding. But it does it enough. Okay. So still, you get an extra hit every, well, let's say a couple seconds. Yeah. Yeah, about that. You've got your Death's Watch Mantle, which isn't really based on you attacking it's you being hit by an attack it's you being up close that could also give you another hit so you've got potential to hit with essentially between two to four hits towards the effect of Bane of the Stricken within a very very short period of time and since your attack speed is so so quick you can at least get those two hits from Spectral Blades and the Freezing Skull. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially the equivalent of, say, having a the Bane of the Stricken on a Whirlwind Barbarian or something that's just constantly hitting. Yeah. It could even be brought into argument that this is even quicker, because if, if I understand it right, say an ability like Whirlwind and Tempest Rush, they deal kind of damage per second essentially uh-huh. while you're while you're channeling obviously the numbers are appearing much faster than you know damage per second I guess or per one second but well I think we kind of get the gist of where I'm going with this it it could bring up the argument that with the attack speed of spectral blades and each hit counting for at least two hits for each attack counting for at least two hits it might be arguable that this combo will bring up the uh, the effect of Bane of the Stricken even quicker than Whirlwind or, say, Tempest Rush. 
I, I would think so. It, it's hard to say what you know what the developers all you know what they will allow to be put towards the stricken, whether it's all hits or yeah, you know, certain hits in amount of time. Yeah. So in theory, this could be this could be potentially an incredibly strong build. Yeah. I must ask you, is this, is your Frost on a character, is this build complete? Have you, is this 100% uh, yeah, she's, complete? Yeah, she's really, really rounding uh, towards it. Uh, I think I pretty much have the items I want, and I'm just looking at trying to get Ancients. I think there's okay. definitely a few that I don't have. I'm trying to look right now, like see one. Well, this is a very, very impressive Impressive I, build. I might be changing my boots. Okay, right now you're wearing your Iron Toe Mud Sputters. It's that yeah. increased movement speed for the amount of missing life. Yeah, I think that was one I was definitely like wanting to change. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing probably at least maybe three or four items on three that aren't ancient. Nope, four. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of short on those. Uh, okay. I might change the boots, but I think pretty much everything else I like. Alright. Oh, and uh, on my offhand, now, even though she's close range, and unlike my Fury build with uh, the Barbarian, I have uh, I also have a long range attack that works well with, with my belt. It says the signature spells attack fifty percent faster. Okay, so, so your your source that you're using is the mirror ball. Okay, uh, the mirror ball magic missile fires two extra missiles. So, yeah. okay, and then you get your fifty percent increased attack speed for your magic missile missiles as well. Right. So now I'm and, and I I like to use uh because she's a cold wizard. Uh, I was using the uh, glacial spear or spike with the magic okay. missile. Okay, so get that extra freeze. Right. The extra damage that comes from it being cold. So, yeah, and I'm throwing out, instead of one charm, I'm throwing out three. Very cool. Three out very cool. Yeah, so now I can throw three out at a time, and uh, which is really good. You know, yeah. if there's a crowd or something in front of me, I can really throw those out pretty quickly too yeah I'd imagine it'd also be very useful for um, if you did need to retreat and you cover your escape right. uh, helping for, freeze at a distance right definitely for like uh, uh, sometimes for stronger enemies because she, she's not super strong uh, I mean uh, defensive up close so she does a lot of damage up close but you gotta watch out for her health Okay. But yeah, that's where those uh, magic missiles definitely come in handy. Okay. And, uh, I also have a... Uh, also threw in there with a black hole round up, round them up for, for either attack, really. Okay. Uh, a lot of times I'll, I'll go in and if I see a crowd, uh, if depending on how far away I am, if I'm close, I mean, it, it doesn't matter either way, really. I'll throw in the black hole, throw, throw at them, and then hit them with either one of the attacks, depending on where they're at. Yeah, okay. 
So if they're in the crowd, Ooh. fine. I use my spectral blades if I'm close. <laughs> 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 if they're a little further out, then yeah, I'll I'll round them all up too and hit them out with my uh with my magic missile. <laughs> yes, you let the enemies think, oh, a wizard. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, she's letting us get too close. She's done for. Well, right. do That's they know. Wrong. That's when they're wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is a very, very cool and unique build. Um, I really like seeing builds like this. And just really cool ideas in Diablo that you don't really hear people talk about. It's always just constant builds for to grind the leaderboard, stuff like that. The strongest builds for this, that, and the other thing. It's, it's just a constant... I don't know. I hear a lot of people talking about the the meta and what's what's really good, and they feel like when they play Diablo, they have to run a certain build because it's the strongest and to keep up with everybody. Well, that's what I think makes Diablo kind of unique is the fact that you don't need to keep up with everybody. You can just drop your the difficulty down a little bit, or even if you have to, and play a build or some kind of style that you like to play. You don't have to be the strongest to have fun in a game like this. And and, th- and that's exactly why I made some of these builds. Is definitely, it's just uh, really have fun with. I mean, I have a great time running with some of these characters that I've made. Like, just trying to whip up something and see what I can make up my myself. You know, I'm hoping that one day, hey, maybe I'll find out you know, I find that diamond in the rough that I'm passing up everybody with this thing, and people are like, hey, what the heck are you running? And But uh, even if I don't, I- I'm having a blast making up yeah. making up yeah. these characters how I want, and seeing what I can put together. And... Yeah, that's it's really cool. I really, I can't wait to see what you come up with in the future. Who knows, maybe we'll get more builds like this in uh, email or mail or anything after some listeners hear this this episode now before we move on i want to ask one more question about this frost on a build and that's how strong is she currently how strong are you, or how far are you able to push in the torments with her uh, as she is now now see that's another like kind of tough question because uh a lot of times when the uh season rolls around i usually play on that for a while yeah and since she's not uh in season, uh, it's been a while since I played with her. I don't think she's as strong just yet, and I think that has a lot to do with the uh, ancients, which goes along with the LON build. Yeah. Uh, I think once I get uh, a couple more ancients, I think she'll do a lot better. I think she was pushing. Uh, uh, I think it was nine. Okay. Torment nine. I gotcha. But uh, like I said, I think. Uh, there might be a little tweaks here and there, and I think I can get her really going. Okay. Yeah, uh, still Torment 9 is pretty impressive for um, uh, custom builds like this. Honestly, in my experience, I've only seen custom builds similar to your own reach. Mm, I think I've seen one reach Torment 10. Okay. Like, uh, I... Outside of yours, I really haven't seen almost any custom builds outside of yours, and the few that I have seen haven't been 
been running between like anywhere between Torment Five and Torment Eight generally. Like I said, I saw one run Torment Ten, and honestly, it's gotten a little more common. The one I saw was the uh, the Blessed Shield Crusader. Oh, okay. Um, I don't see it too often, but and I don't know if it's I don't know who came up with it, but it, it is a really strong build. Like I said, I've seen it in Torment Ten. Uh, doing really well, mm-hmm. but outside of that, that's the only build that I would consider custom that would rival the potential of what you've created so far. All right. Uh, yeah, when I when I go to try to make something up, uh, usually I look at it. I'm trying to keep in mind a bunch of the items and try to put together in my head like what could complement one another. Yeah. You know, just like the, uh, fo- uh, once I saw, like, maybe the, uh, Frostburn Gauntlets, you know, which help out with freezing and, uh, damage to the, uh, uh, and then does extra cold damage, and then together with the Shard of Hate, you know, if you do something that, uh, that's cold, and it shoots out this freezing skull, well, that's kind of neat, you know, to me, and I'm like, hey, what else can I, you know, there's anything else. I try to get as much things together to help complement one another. Yeah, to kind of keep the synchronization going. Right, and that's when I was like, oh, right, this this wand, man, that increases my spectral blades. Does anything else help increase it or help complement spectral blades? Because I don't see people use that. Okay. And then, yeah, then I found the belt, and then, uh, you know, I was like, all right, good, I'll put those together, and... Make them cold because that'll go along with the frost and then start a pace. So I mean, I just kind of like I start finding things and just start putting something together and see sometimes how far. It works I can out, take. Sometimes it doesn't. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like I said, uh, even with my uh, with my monk here, the tempest rush. You know, I I was off by one little thing, and all of a sudden something doesn't work. You know, I just switch back to that uh, electric attack. Otherwise. Uh, I'm not getting this done in, and then the braces are useless. So yeah. it, it makes a huge difference. You gotta make, kind of keep an eye on everything, make sure everything's gonna work together. Uh, get get two things going. Like I could only take the spectral blades only so far, and that's why I came up with, all right, well I need something to go along with this. Yeah. And that's why I started saying, oh, all right, well now what other items? And that's why I came up with the mirror ball and the magic missiles. Because that was the uh, magic missile was also with the uh, with the belt, which is an increased attack speed. So I'm like, man, what can I do that uh, also increases attack? Uh, would help out with it. So one thing kind of led to another, and I just kind of put stuff together. Yeah. Well, it seems to have worked out for you, and. Um... These uh, these builds are truly one of a kind so far. <laughs> now watch us uh, get some feedback. Hey, I made that build two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Now I understand the uh, like the barbarian that we talked about. Like I said, there was one other guy running out there with it. wasn't very popular, but I you know I imagine someone out there made him. And, uh, you know, definitely the monk. I'm sure someone has tried to do that at some point, too. But, uh, 
The only one I could really think of off the top of my head was the uh, Frost Arm that I just sort of made up all by myself and was like, hey, what can I... How can I whip this first this uh, character together? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, those other ones are very... I don't see people running and I try to run with things that people don't always run with to see if I can't make them better. Or maybe just... I'll just make a character just because, heck, it's fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, he'll be running Torment 7, and that's, you know, maybe the best he can do, but it's, it's a blast doing it. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. You know, I mean, just gotta go out there and have fun with it. If you start, like, I need to be, the, you know, need to be at the top, need to be at the top, it could be frustrating and, and aggravating, and you could lose interest in it, so... Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the point of games is just for fun. It's entertainment. It's not. I mean, yeah, you've got games like what? Let's say League of Legends and let's see Smite now. Uh, just all all these other games that have like a, a championship. Like say even Halo back in the day had. A championship and it was really really competitive pvp and everything well diablo isn't pvp i understand there is a um a want and you know a goal to get on the leaderboard getting on the leaderboard is really exciting in any game and i mean no matter what game you're playing being noticed on the leaderboard would be such a cool thing but it's there's a fine line between you know playing the game to have fun and then just stressing yourself out uh, trying to just get higher and higher on the leaderboards that it pretty much takes the fun out of the game for you because then it's literally just a grind you're you're doing it for the prestige not for the game you're not doing it for the fun of it when like I said earlier games are meant for fun they're meant for the entertainment so uh, I urge everybody to just kind of keep that in mind when you're playing a game especially like this one where you don't have to be the strongest as long as you're having fun with whatever build you're running it doesn't matter what anybody else says or thinks just do you and if, if you gain pleasure from the grind of the leaderboard that's great if that is what's fun for you, that's amazing. That's awesome. Keep going. Keep doing it. Push your hardest. But if not, if your goal isn't to do that, then don't worry about it. You don't have to have the strongest build. You don't have to look on the leaderboards and see, oh, what's the what's the meta of this season? And duplicate their build. It's That's one of the things I like about this game as far as just you can literally do whatever you want and Blizzard has made a has done a really good job making this game exactly into that oh so, I, I, I totally agree yeah like I said I, I, I've had characters where I haven't gotten them up you know super high but you know I, I just have fun doing it yeah you know, got, got some neat attacks or just doing interesting stuff with them so from here I will mention Audible. So Audible is a sponsor of our podcast, Shattered Soulstone. 
if you, you know, haven't heard this advertisement several, several times by now, you'll get to hear it again. So, um, if you use our affiliate link, the bit.ly slash soulstone2017, uh, you can get a free 30-day trial at Audible. And if you want to continue after the 30-day trial, it's $14.95 a month after the trial period. Uh, you can receive one credit per month. One credit equals one audiobook. And there are now over 180,000 titles. Alright, now moving on to our tweeters. So, we've gotten a few tweets this time since the last show. And... I will since there's there's so few of them I'll just kind of I'll I'll take them all this time. Uh, so we have on March third at MJPen three one six at Shattered Soulstone. Yay, new podcast! I know they've been kind of late recently. We've from all the changes in the show, it's been kind of uh, kind of rough getting the hang of things. Especially now, I'm I must. Apologize that it took so long for this episode to come out. It's just I seem to be the only acting host on the show currently until Lantonio returns. So I'm kind of uh, getting used to doing this. I mean, I'm I'm still new to the podcast myself, and um, I've never run a podcast before. This is my first time really being involved with one so i'm still kind of getting used to how how everything works and i'm trying my best to get them out as soon as i can uh this being the first one since jen left i know it took a little longer but i hope to have them out on the two-week schedule um from now on so hopefully you guys aren't too mad at me uh should be better from now on i promise so we will move on from there. Uh, at MJPen316 again on March 3rd, it says, At Shattered Soulstone, is there anything I can do to help the podcast? Well, uh, yes, there are things you can do. You can... Uh, Alright, I'll just... I'll create a list here. Alright. So one, we've got... Um, you can help donate to the show via Patreon. Um, that is always a huge help. There's, uh, just keep sending in tweets, emails, just keep talking to us and, uh, sending us feedback for the show. Obviously, you can contact us anywhere on, um, on Twitter, on in-game and Diablo. Uh, you can find us on the forum on our website and talk to us there. We're also, um, as of now... Uh, we are active on Facebook as well. Uh, I will give the information about that at the end of the show. But as far as... Outside of that, as far as helping the podcast, just literally your support is the best thing. Just listening to the show is fantastic. Any feedback is amazing. Uh, answering any questions we have on the show or uh, the, the questions of the show... Uh, sending us emails, sending us anything, and we we love to have uh, stuff to read, like our tweets, our emails. We love to have the interaction with listeners. So, like I said, the best thing you can possibly do is interact with us because we have a f- 
we have an amazing time interacting back with you guys. You guys are literally the heart and soul of the show. The show wouldn't be anything without you guys, the listeners. And um, everybody that was, is, or ever will be part of the Shattered Soulstone, I think I can speak for all of us, past, present, and future, that we are all, we love you guys. We love you guys as the listeners. There's nothing better, nothing, not a greater feeling in the world knowing that we are satisfying our listeners in any, in, uh, any way we can. So any kind of feedback is amazing. So keep that up and we're happy. If there's anything else we can think of that you can help the podcast, I guess we will reveal that in, at such time. But <laughs> as of now, uh, <laughs> that would be the best way. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. See, Travis, you get it. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving on. On March fourth, at Archangel zero eight three at Shattered Soulstone, hearing all my binge listening, I've caught up. Uh, although I never found the weapons, season nine was still fun. Well, I'm really glad you had a great time in Season 9. I uh, hope to see you back in Season 10. Sorry you didn't find the weapons you were looking for. It is it is kind of a grind sometimes. It happens. Don't lose faith, though. And seriously, good luck for Season 10. Hang in there. You'll, you will achieve what you want to achieve. It's, it's just a... It's a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time yeah. game. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, Travis and I speak from experience, having several, several hundred hours in the game, and we still <laughs> haven't found what we need. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely uh, with this many characters and stuff, you definitely have that problem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's a good problem. I, yes, I, I enjoy searching for this stuff, though. Yeah, I mean, if you found everything that you needed very quickly, I mean, what's what fun would be the game? <laughs> So, next we have uh, March 7th at MJPen316. At Slowtown Gen, we always have Blizzard and at Shattered Soulstone for escapism. Is that a word? And then an awesome, flustered, smiley face. We're just going to go ahead and make that a word. Yes, uh, escapism <laughs> from now on is a word. It will be used. I will use it. Travis, I urge you to oh. use it too. <laughs> oh, I will. Good, good. Escapism. I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna tell them that tomorrow when I leave work. <laughs> yes. Escapism out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, definitely glad we can provide that escapism for you. I <laughs> uh, can't speak for Blizzard, but I'm pretty sure they share the same opinion. <laughs> um, now, uh, the next one is also on March 7th at MJPen316 at Slowtown Chen at Shattered Soulstone. Agreed. Just purchased, and then there was a picture posted of, it looks like a screenshot from a phone. These look like just memorabilia uh, says okay, paid I was, was going to say that's all you bro I can't see it <laughs> <laughs> don't worry you can see it on the website when it's posted 
It says, uh, paid World of Warcraft Chronicle Volume 2 hardcover, and paid New World of Warcraft Chronicle Volume 1 by Blizzard, and then there's also Halo 2 Collector's Edition, and four pairs of 3D glass fit for LG 3D TV. <laughs> so, so that was a reply to Jen, to something Jen posted that I was unable to see. So I don't know exactly the context, but it would appear that they're talking about uh, books, um, Blizzard books. So with this, uh, MJ Penton got World of Warcraft Chronicle Volume 1 and 2. And I know uh, Jen is hugely into all of the books that pretty much Blizzard has released. I'm pretty sure that she's into the books, uh, the World of Warcraft books. I know for a fact she's into all the Diablo books. And so that's that's most likely the context. I hope I'm getting this right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, MJ Penn, if I'm getting it wrong. But like I said, I cannot see. Uh, I was unable to find... Um, what exactly Jen posted that you were replying to. So the next one is also <laughs> also MJ Penn, kind of a continuation of that of that message. It says at Slowtown Jen at Shattered Stolestone. Uh yay, just ordered a third. The wait. The wait And another picture is World of Warcraft War of the Ancients Archive book. It looks very, very cool. Um, I don't know too much about the World of Warcraft books. I honestly don't know too much about World of Warcraft in general. But I've got to say, just by appearances and from what I've heard from friends that do play uh, World of Warcraft hardcore, uh, these are fantastic books. They look cool. Even um, I'd imagine why well, I, I know the World of Warcraft books stay true to what you'd expect from World of Warcraft or Blizzard with anything World of Warcraft related. So hugely recommend these books. Even though I have not read them myself, I hugely recommend these books to anybody into World of Warcraft because I hear they are phenomenal. Um, and who knows, you might be able to find them on Audible as well. <laughs> Get Audible! <laughs> it's it's bit.ly slash soulstone twenty seventeen free thirty day trial <laughs> an echo 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 of the of the 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 above ad <laughs> just had to slip that one in there since we do not have any emails sad face we need more emails. There you go, MJ Penn. Write us a long email. Write us a book and send it in, <laughs> so we can so we can read it. <laughs> I have to put on our book sounding voices for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello and welcome. You got to sound really, really calm. Hello and welcome. Now, today we are going to be reading to you this <laughs> so-and-so and so-and-so. <laughs> you have a light turned low. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> yes. And 
Today we do actually have a question of the show. I pick A. But what? I said I pick A. Ah, A is the is the wrong answer. You <laughs> fail. <laughs> fail. So <laughs> Alright, the question of the show. Uh, as our dear listeners, what would you all like to see more of on the show? Uh, there have been a lot of changes lately, and I think it would be beneficial to get feedback from you, the listener, about what you would like to see on the show in the future. I know it's, it's kind of awkward to ask that after, you know, uh, just reading MJ Penn's tweet about asking how, uh, he can help with the podcast. Well, here is a way you can, if you'd like, just kind of throw out ideas that would that you guys would enjoy as the listeners. Is there anything you'd like to hear? Any news you'd like to be more caught up with? Anything like that? Just uh, anything we'd be able to do on the show. Just kind of shout it out, and uh, I'll see what I can do about getting it done. So I'd like to hear feedback to see what more we can bring to the show that would... Uh, excite you guys even more than you already are. So from there, I will go to the Patreon reminder. We're running a Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. Uh, you can become a Patreon of the uh, <laughs> you can become a Patreon of the Shattered Soulstone by going to Patreon.com/Soulstone and making a monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. Thank you guys very much to all that have um, made a monthly pledge. There's there's nothing else I can really say. I mean, we all really appreciate it. It helps the show tremendously. Thank you guys for doing everything that you guys have already done. Uh, if you want to become a new patron, then, like I said, go to patron.com slash soulstone and, and help us out. If not, that's okay. But, you know... You want to help us out, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> keep on going, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, blue notes. We have blue notes. So, uh, to start off the blue notes, we've got the patch notes for 2.5.0. They released these. They've been in the PTR for a while now. I don't know if they're completely finished. Uh, they were updated on um, March 10th as of right now. Uh, so I think they're still working on them. I mean, they've got a couple more weeks to go because the the season is going to be, or season 9 is officially ending on the 17th, so this Friday. And it will not be coming back until the 31st. So this time we're going to have a two-week break instead of just a one-week break. So they've got about two and a half weeks from now to uh, change the patch notes any way they like. So these aren't finalized, but some things have been confirmed. Like uh, the new armory has been confirmed to come out in Season 10. So excited for that. <laughs> Super stoked about that. So excited. It's going to be awesome. Obviously, I'm pretty sure all the listeners know about this by now, but essentially what the armory is, uh, players may now uh, save up to five different builds per character using the armory. This new feature can be found in Town Hub within each act. 
Saving a build in the armory will snapshot your character's current gear, socketed gems, active and passive skills, and Kanai Cube powers. Equipping a saved armory build will automatically swap items and gear between the character and stash. So just hot swapping will be so much easier now instead of having seven of the same character with a different armor set each. We can now, you know, have one character with, you know, different builds in the armory and it'll just be so much easier. I know for yep. you, Travis. Oh yeah, that's gonna <laughs> that's really gonna help out. Yeah. Uh, now this it, it'd be useful for everyone too because someone brought it up. Uh, at some point that uh, let's say you're running around uh, doing a rift or bounties or something and someone gets uh, the portal to greed you know you just hop back to town real quick and throw on your uh, your gold find uh, that you know if you have it yeah and you could just quick swap your uh, gear out for a gold find or whatever or for gems and hop right back in and then you're ready to go Yep, yep. That's one of the main things I'm actually uh, excited for is because um, I do have a, a gold build specifically oh, yeah. just for entering the vault. Uh, I oh, know yeah. you do as well, so that's just going to yeah. be much easier when somebody randomly opens a vault. It's like, well, I don't have time to switch characters and go into uh, <laughs> get yeah, my gold find gear if ready. Someone op- and if someone opens up a vault, you just got to go in there how you are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I got an entirely different character set up just for gold find, but yeah, you won't need that anymore. Yeah. Um, now, also, uh, it has been confirmed the um, new crafting material storage. Uh, starting with patch 2.5.0, crafting material picked up or obtained through salvage will now appear in a separate storage tab, freeing up space in the shared stash. This tab can be accessed through the inventory window. Uh, from the screenshots I've seen of it, it looks like you open your inventory, and um, it's a button similar to the details button to see your statistics. There'll be a there'll be a button if I remember right. There's like a little, little arrow picture. button. Yeah, it's in kind of the bottom left corner, kind of by your gold, where it shows your yeah, total I, gold. I I think someone had uh, it's kind of showed a little bit of that off, and uh, yeah, that, that's basically how it is. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, it's so, really good. Now it, it says materials, but not uh, not really gems. I don't remember. Well, they said. Well, the guy. I don't know if they're gonna create a spot for it or not. But so far, not gems. Okay. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Even so, they're just the crafting yeah. materials. That's a huge now it, deal. It, now it's talking. Yeah. Now it's talking about like. Cause I I I looked at it. You know. I was, you know, he popped it up kind of quick, so I actually, throughout the video, I was kind of, you know, pausing it and, you know, pause, play, pause, play to see what all kinds of stuff you put in there. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's basically all your materials, except for gems. Like, even stuff that you get from the Ubers and stuff, all that goes in there. Okay. Yeah, that's useful. That's very useful. It doesn't look like there is a cap to how many to how many you can have on the stack in this tab, too. I, I would kind of hope not. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because if you're going to start, you know, uh, let's say in your off-season, if you plan on uh, 
you know, putting all that in there, you know, it'd fill up anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would almost have to be without a cap. Yep. Unless at some point it just like sells off for money or something. I don't know, but I, I, I don't. I don't think there'd be a cap on it. To be honest, I don't think there would be. I gotcha. Yeah, I don't think there is either. And I've seen it. Oh, I've seen it kind of be used in the Kanaiku too, which was really uh, interesting. They showed that off, and he, you know, ran up there uh, to try to do something. And as long as you got the materials, you just say yes. I'd like to have a rare into a legendary. Oh, you know, that's on, cool. You know, you just run up there and you say, "I want to do this." And, you know, you put the one item in there, but as long as you got the materials, it'll it'll pop right up in there, and you're good to go and just click yes. You know, now if you're short some, obviously you can't do it. You gotta run out and go get some, but... Yeah. Yeah, it makes okay. it easy for the Kanai Cube, too. Now you don't have to keep on throwing all your items in every time you're trying to uh, do something. Yeah. Hopefully the same thing with uh, uh, when what is that disenchanting? Uh, him? Oh yeah, was, yeah, extracting the power. Yeah, when you're extracting the powers, that makes it. I'd imagine that make it very useful. Oh man, yeah, much quicker than having to yeah. put each individual material in there one at a time over yeah. there. Yeah. Now the one thing I'm hoping like. I just kind of came up with. I've never heard it anywhere else, really. But I would really love to see like some indication to show you which powers you've already extracted uh, on an item. Yeah, you, you know, I make, agree. Make a little corner that's uh, you know uh, that that's got the uh, orange or something. You know, a little triangle that shows, hey, you've already extracted this. Now you don't have to monkey around with. You know, uh, holding on to it or throwing it into your inventory and try to extract it later. You know, you've already ha- you know, it already shows that you've already extracted this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Because really, when I I just kind of collect everything, and then I'm like later on at some point when I get some free time, I run back through and I'm like, did I extract it? Did I extract it? <laughs> then you, you have know? a stash page. You know, I've got two stash pages full of, you know, stuff, and I'm just like, you know, I, I look for duplicates. As soon as I find something that I've already extracted, I go back in and find it and get rid of it. It's like, man, it's kind of like a pain. <laughs> they had an indication on there to show that I extracted it already. I could have just, you know, dealt with it if I didn't want it. Yeah. As far as the rest of the patch notes, I'll just kind of over some stuff quickly is um, some class changes there's a for the crusader there's a change to shield glare uh, to the divine verdict rune has been updated to apply its secondary effect even if the target is immune to crowd control effects uh, the barbarian of seismic slam the rumble rune will now consume all remaining fury to increase the runes damage over time component by 15% damage per f- uh, point of fury spent also, a couple bug fixes to the uh, Demon Hunter Impale Ricochet rune fixed a bug where the second bounce uh, granted by this rune would sometimes fail if the enemies were packed tightly together. 
Also, it's confirmed the Primal Ancients are coming in to uh, Season 10. Let's see, class-specific class items, there's some updates to uh, the Roland set for the Crusader, the 4-piece set bonus, um, the damage bonus has been increased to 2,500%, uh, from 1,250% damage bonus on Sweeping Attack and Shield Bash. So huge increase in damage there, uh, twice as much damage output from that. The Monk, uh, Ina's Favor, you get the 6-piece set bonus, um, uh, damage bonus from Mystic Ally has been increased from to 125% from 100%, which is nuts because the beginning of season nine, I believe, they changed it from 50% to 100%, and now they're increasing it by another 25%. I'm just gonna have to run it in a set too. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. That's a that's a that that is a really fun build by the way. Oh, it is. I completely agree. It is so much fun to run that that set. Um, then we've got the Zunimasa's Hunt for the Witch Doctor, 6-piece set bonus. Uh, damage bonus has been increased to 2,500% from 1,500% when enemies are hit by your mana spenders for 8 seconds. Uh, Wizard, the uh, Delsir's Magnum Opus set, the all uh, all the set bonuses have been edited for this one. The two-piece set bonus, the cooldown of slow time is reduced by three seconds instead of two from casting Arcane Orb, Energy Twister, Explosive Blast, Magic Missiles, <laughs> Shock Pulse, Spectral Blade, and Wave of Force. The four-piece set bonus, the damage reduction is increased from uh, to 60% from 50%. And the six-piece set bonus, uh, enemies take 3,500% increased damage uh, while inside slow time, and it used to be 2,500%. So they increased that by another 1,000%. And also, the slow and damage bonuses persist on enemies for five seconds after they exit slow time. So that's that's a pretty big update for that build. Uh, we'll see if it makes it uh, viable and gets it back on the leaderboard. Maybe it'll be the next meta. We don't know. Uh, well, at least I don't know. Maybe people in the PTR know. <laughs> I'm really not sure. There's been some class-specific updates as far as uh, legendary items. For example, I know in Season 10 with the Demon Hunter's Shadow Mantle set, it is back to being one of the most powerful sets for the Demon Hunter because of one thing and one thing alone. There is a quiver now called the Holy Point Shot. Well, I believe it was already in the game, but they added a legendary ability to it. It says Impale throws two additional knives now. Uh, I, this I, chain... I, I want to try that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would too. Um, it says this change is still being tested and evaluated, so don't know if that's going to be permanent or not, but as far as um, being in the PTR right now, it is really strong. It's pushing uh, Greater Rift 97, I believe. And if you want to check more about that, uh, you can visit Riker on YouTube. He's got an excellent video discussing the Season 10 PTR uh, Demon Hunter uh, Shadow Mantle build. 
Um, let's see, the functionality of some items have changed, including the barber, changes to that. Manald Heal is getting a little bit of a change. Um, illusory, or illusory Boots are also getting a bit of a change now. Let's see, a couple bug fixes. That's about it. Um, adventure Mode is getting a few changes. Uh, as far as how Greater Rifts are going to be... Um, Unlocked, I believe now. Uh, let's see, the requirement for dis participation in certain difficulty levels in public games has been changed from current Paragon level to highest solo greater rift clear as follows. Torment 1 through 6, no requirement. Torment 7, you have to solo greater rift 30. Torment 8, solo greater rift 35. Torment 9, 40. 10, 45, 11, 50, 12, 55, and 13, you have to solo greater if 60. Honestly, this kind of sucks, but I guess I see why they're doing it, is I'd assume, because I'll hear complaints every once in a while about people joining into a public game and being paired up with somebody that's would be considered too weak for that torment. So, uh, literally just kind of people wanting to uh, kind of tag along and gear up. Well, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. Uh, you've got to gear up first and pass these solo greater rifts to be able to play with other people on that difficulty. There have been a few more changes, uh, set dungeons, bounties, another couple bug fixes. One of the big things for bounties is uh, the bonus acts have been removed. Uh, with this change, completing five bounties in any act will now grant you a large Herodric chest containing the same contents as the Herodric and bonus caches combined. So, uh, there won't be a change in getting how quickly you get the crafting materials. It's but just. Now it's, no, one can, no one can mess it up now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead of but having was, five bonus caches, instead you're just going to get one big chest. Well, well, they changed that because people were collecting the bounties out of order and then you would miss out on the bonus. Yeah, yeah. And it makes yep. it. You got a lot of people angry about that. <laughs> Yeah. Then, uh, next up on the Blue Notes, we've got, you know, Season 9 ending soon. Like I said, it's ending this Friday. The exact times are, uh, for North America, it's ending Friday, March 17th at 5 p.m. EDT. Uh, Europe, Friday, March 17th at 5 p.m. CET. And Asia, uh, Friday, March 17th at 5 p.m. KST. And Season 10 will begin uh, two weeks afterwards. Uh, in North America, it'll be on Friday, March 31st and start at 5 p.m. PDT. Uh, Europe, Friday, March 31st, 5 p.m. CET. And Asia, uh, Friday, March 31st, 5 p.m. KST. That's the news for the... Season 10 and end of Season 9. Now, there is something else going on at the end of this month that's very interesting. So, this is uh, this is March, 
This is the month of Kanai's birthday. So, for all, for those of you who don't remember, um, Kevin Kanai Griffith was a big part of Diablo 3. He was one of the developers. I believe he was one of the lead artists. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know why I'm not pulling this off the top of my head. But, um, uh, his Kanai's stomping grounds are back, uh, for this entire month. And, uh, yeah, so definitely go check that out if you want to be part of Kanai's month and birthday. Uh, also, uh, interesting news about that at the end of the month, there is a post by Nevalistus that says, so since this event was available for only a short period of time on PTR, there are definitely some subtleties to it that may not have been captured by the community during that window. Let's clear things up. Chief Elder Kanai will rise during the month of March and invite you to join him on a quick run through his stomping grounds. During the final week of March, March 24th through 31st, completion of this event is a guaranteed chance to spawn a chest containing the Kanai's Scorn transmog. Why the final week of March? Kevin Kanai Griffith, the artist to whom this event is dedicated to, celebrated his birthday in the last week of the month. If you'd like to know more about Kevin and his story behind Kanai's Cube, I'd recommend checking out uh, the blog and the video we released last year. So, essentially, the uh, Kanai's Scorn transmog is... It's not... The item isn't the legendary weapon. It is uh, a white weapon, it's just common. It's literally just for the transmog. But uh, what's different about it, it looks like the normal Scorn, but it's it's kind of ethereal looking. It's kind of ghostly, and it glows with a very brilliant red. So it's, it's like a glowing ethereal Scorn. It looks really, really cool. Uh, I've seen videos of it... Um, of it being played uh, in-game, people using the transmog, it looks so, so cool. Definitely don't want to miss out on that. So, once again, the dates are the March 24th through 31st, and complete Kanai's Stomping Grounds to unlock the transmog. There will be a video and link to all this information on the Shattered Soulstone website, and I hope you all get to check that out. Now, also... Uh, for Season 10, we have the released information for the Hadrix Gift armor sets. So the Barbarian will be running the Legacy of Riker. Crusader will have the Armor of Akan. The Demon Hunter is the Embodiment of the Marauder. The Monk is the Ina's Mantra. The Witch Doctor is Zunimasa's Hunt. The wizard is Delsire's magnum opus. Um, also, the conquests for season ten are uh, sprinter and speed racer uh, on a good day, and I can't stop. Uh, boss mode and worlds apart, years of war and dynasty, 
and Masters of the Universe and Masters of Sets. So essentially the softcore and hardcore versions of these, and they're pretty much the standard ones we've been running all this time, like Complete Act 1 through 5, and uh, on max level in under an hour, get three legendary gems to level 65, kill the following bosses at, the, at max level on Torment 10, within 20 minutes of the start of the game, Greater Rift, level 55 solo, with the bonuses of 6 P... Er, of <laughs> Let me restart that one. Reach Greater Rift, level, level 55 solo, with the bonuses of 6 of the following class sets, and then master 8 of the following set dungeons. You know, because mastering 8 set dungeons is easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the information we know so far about Season 10, outside of the patch notes and there's one more thing uh primal ancients there was a huge uproar about them uh recently for those of you who don't know uh originally primal ancients were going to be one step above normal ancient legendaries so essentially an ancient a normal ancient legendary is a is a version of the same legendary but its affixes and stats can roll up to 30% higher. Well, a, a Primal Ancient was said to be even more rare than a Normal Ancient, and its stats and affixes can roll up to 30% higher than a, than a Normal Ancient item, meaning Going from a normal legendary item to a primal ancient is a huge gap in power. And with how rare they were talking about it being, uh, it was just, there was just a huge uproar. A lot of people were angry. Well, there have been some changes. Because of the uproar, uh, well, let me just read this and it'll bring everybody into the same page and you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay, so community manager uh, Tivalier, say okay, so community community manager Tivalier uh, took to the forums to give some details regarding the upcoming changes to primal ancient items on the public test realm. Now he says, or she, I'm sorry for not knowing this. Uh, well, I feel stupid for not knowing that. But uh, here's what Tivalier has to say. Uh, hey all. As mentioned previously, getting your feedback on Primal Ancients has been super helpful. We've heard some really good points, and along with this, we'll be making some changes to how these items work in the upcoming PTR patch. Rather than increasing the power they give you behind Ancient items, Primal Ancients will now instead roll perfect Ancient level stats tailored to the character class you're playing when the item first drops. Rerolling any of these at the Mystic will also yield only perfect rolls. Oh, that's <laughs> along I'm, with I'm, this. I'm super excited for that. <laughs> yes, it does sound awesome. Uh, along with these, these items will be even more rare than they currently are, and will only begin dropping after a character on your account has completed Greater Rift 70 solo. Uh, with separate unlocks for hardcore and normal characters. 
finally, we hear you on wanting ancient and primal ancient items to salvage into something more valuable. With the upcoming PTR patch, ancient items will salvage into three forgotten souls, and primal ancients will salvage into fifteen forgotten souls. Yay, reforging! <laughs> uh, we're looking forward to hearing your feedback once you've had the chance to test these uh, changes. Thanks again, and happy hunting. So, honestly, I think that is a really good change. I think they made a really good decision on uh, how Primal Ancients work now, instead of having them just be an even stronger version of normal Ancients. I, I think, think I'll just keep holding on to my Primals. <laughs> you what? I'm sorry. I think I'm just going to hold on to my Primals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Same here. If I ever find one, ooh boy, that's going to stash forever. <laughs> I don't care about no 15 forgotten souls. <laughs> I can get that later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what do you think about um, the update to that from what it was before? Well, I th I think it's great because you know how many times have you come across uh, a legendary and you're like, oh man, I wish this you know stat was better. You could have two of the same weapon now. You're just kind of guessing on which one you'd rather have because one stat is better than the other. Yeah. And vice versa, you know, for the other one, and it's just like, oh, if only I could have these. You know, be better. You know, and kind of juggling between the two. So to actually find, you know, let's say you have, you know, a sword or something, and then you're like, oh, this is a really good one, and then you come across the primal. You know, now you can get the best out of it. Yeah. You know, which would be, you know, just, uh, just great. Yeah. What do you think about their decision, though, uh, to make Primal Ancients only drop after you soloed Greater Rift 70? Uh, I think it definitely makes it a little difficult, but uh, I think it definitely makes it so that way uh, it gives you something to work for. Yeah, yep. Gives you, you a know, new goal to get stronger. You're like, oh, as soon as I can at least hit this, then, then you can... Uh, start expecting those later, but to get there, yeah, it's gonna drive you a little bit further to try to get those. Yeah, yeah. I know it's easier for some, you know, to get there faster, but... Yeah. You know, some you know, people, still... you know, with the golden horseshoe, like we talked yeah. about earlier, just... Some people... Yeah, so, I, I, don't, I don't get it, honestly. I, I don't know how some of these people do it, but they're just like... They, they, they get up there so quickly it's just ridiculous but. yeah yeah exactly I don't I don't understand it either like the I, first I three it's... days they're already paragon eight nine hundred and have yeah, yeah uh, it, like, takes, it takes me all season to get somewhere close to that yeah and if I'm playing a lot yeah exactly and like all their stuff is ancient already and uh, Soloing greater of 80s and 90s. It's like, oh, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I think it takes me a long time to get anywhere you know, close to that. And it's just like, oh, I don't know. But, 
Yeah. You know, some people are better than others, I think, so that's what I'm assuming. They just happen to be really good at it. Yep. <laughs> it's the type of people, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they do. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it definitely creates a, more of a drive to get there. To get those yeah. uh, types of items. That and also, if you're able to solo Greater Rift 70, then you will have no trouble beating the rest of, um... Oh, come on. Uh, beating the rest of the journey to get your stash page. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if you can, get a... I think you can do alright. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I'm starting to lose my mind, man. It's late. I <laughs> 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 um, guess we'll get on to one more thing before closing out the show. What um, what other media have you been, other than Diablo, what what have you been up to? Like, What, what games have you been playing? What shows have you been watching? I sort of got back into uh, Destiny, actually, okay. on, my, uh, on my Xbox and stuff. Um, I, guess, I guess the biggest reason for that is I didn't know like my uh, my brother-in-law played it so I have someone to actually like kind of play with and talk to and like go over to their place and play yeah which is always fun when you can actually go to you know someone's house and you know play a game with them and like hey man let's order a pizza and get some pop and you know make it a night of it or whatever so (laughs) oh yeah that's always fun you know I, I think I think when you got when you can do stuff like that, it makes it uh, a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and they had that uh, new DLC that I haven't played either, and that was that's been pretty fun. Oh, good, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, so I've been doing that, and uh, I played Skyrim there for uh, quite a while, and uh, I've never did any of the uh, like the mods before, so that was my first time with that. Hmm. I was, I was always very kind of leery about it, but uh, the stuff they've come out with that, very interesting. I mean, just blows my mind the stuff people come up with and can create. Yeah. It, 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 it definitely, I, I think if you get the right stuff on there, it definitely takes that game up to a whole different level. It's just been a lot of fun. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you're getting back into that. That's uh, Destiny is a good game, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Me personally, I've just been well. Uh, I've been super busy lately, just with work and uh, trying to, you know, learn how to do stuff on the show and uh, making sure everything's right and everything. Also, just um, running into well, a lot I, I, of. I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, running into a lot of personal stuff lately. It's just driving me insane and slowing me down <laughs> with everything. But as far as free time, I mean, I did Positive know... thought. Positive what? thought. Positive thought. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, positive thoughts. I'll keep that in mind. Winners <laughs> say I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did go to the movie theaters and saw Logan. For those of you who haven't seen it, I'm not going to 
reveal any spoilers. I know, Travis, you've seen it too. Right, so this is what happens, right? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so there I was, <laughs> watching. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, I do highly recommend it. Logan is a is an amazing movie. They did such such a good job with it. I can't say any more without revealing some <laughs> stuff. We're, so, we're gonna have to wait a while to touch up on like all the all the things about it. But uh, I, I too would recommend to go see it. Yes, um, it is. It's just go really. Out and see it. it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna say anymore. Just just go out and see it. It is fantastic, especially if you are a X Men or Wolverine fan. It's a must see. Just go out and see it. Have fun. Bring some friends. As far as other things, I got back into Dark Souls 3 a little bit, and uh, I'm trying out some new stuff in there that I haven't done before, and it's it's working out pretty well. Got a new goal, that's to get all the achievements in Dark Souls 3, which friends are calling me crazy, and I admit I am crazy for even wanting to attempt something like that, but... We'll see how it goes. Uh, I've got all the time in the world to do it, so... And the other thing is, uh, a friend of mine set me up with this game called Tabletop Simulator. It's on Steam. It's literally just a game that houses a bunch of other games, essentially. It's it's a uh, kind of a virtual... Okay, let's say it brings you to like a virtual table. And you play any board game you can possibly think of. Like, checkers, chess, Monopoly, all the way up to, like, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Like, every single board game, card game, anything you can think of is, is on here. And if it's not on here, you can create it yourself and put it onto the game. So it is very, very cool of what you can do. So I've just been kind of relaxing with friends and playing some games on there. Just, it's, I don't know, it's a good way to relax after a stressful day and worrying about stuff constantly. So, yeah, it's just another escape. Uh, if you like board games, I highly recommend it. I don't think it's that expensive. Uh, a friend gifted it to me. So I didn't buy it, but I think the game's only like maybe 10 or 15 bucks. So it's really not that bad. Um, it's really it's a great game to play with friends. It's cool. Highly recommend it. And I believe that's all for the show. I will say uh, this has been quite a lengthy episode. And I hope that it makes up a little bit for how late I am <laughs> at, uh, at recording the show. Uh, I definitely want to give a special thanks to Travis for joining me. Uh, it took a lot of convincing to finally get <laughs> you to come on the show. I've been working on it for months. I've got and terrible things, right? Yes. Comes, uh, over the uh, radio or whatever <laughs> hey you you did a really good job though honestly like you didn't you didn't seem like you had much stage fright but uh i think you did a fantastic job i'm an actor that's why <laughs> you're a good actor yeah right so, 
Um, yes, thank you for joining me on this show. Uh, it's thank been a blast. Um, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no problem. I'm sure the listeners will enjoy uh, what you've brought to this show or to this episode. And so. uh, yeah, like I said, listeners, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's don't worry. We'll be back on schedule. I promise. Two weeks. Two weeks. We're gonna we're gonna get back to having an episode once every two weeks at the latest. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna make sure it happens. So please, listeners, bear with me. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, I can't wait to continue, and I can't wait to see what uh, what's in store for all of us in the future. <laughs> so with that, uh, you have been listening to episode 133 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Want to join us in-game? Join our in-game community, happily named uh, Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener. Uh, send your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter. Come uh, join and tweet with us. Uh, you can find the show Twitter at Shattered Soulstone. Lantonio is at Lantonio. And me, Wesper, is at Wespertilio1189. Uh, we are also now up and running on Facebook. Woo! Those who don't have or want Twitter can now create a Facebook <laughs> follow us. Uh, you can find the show Facebook page at facebook.com slash shattered soulstone. And you can find me Westpertilio at facebook.com slash Westpertilio one one eight nine. Uh, we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge productions for hosting our loot deviant show you can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, keep on click, click, clicking. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2017. Find us online at thedawnforge.com.